Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. That's the song guy, Joe. Hello, hello. Joe is in the background, but you won't be able to hear him today. Unfortunate, but, you know, technical difficulties, dif- dif- difficulties can sometimes make me sad. Like right That's now. true. Uh, we are now recording from home due to the whole uh, pandemic going around. And thank you so much for uh, voting on our Instagram poll at Razzle Dazzle Show. We asked if you would mind if we were to record more episodes of lower quality. You guys said, keep going. We want to hear you guys. And we're like, okay, we're doing it. So here we are. Now, Patrick, what have you been playing recently? Um, I've been playing a lot of games. <laughs> um, it's kind of a little bit of a bunch of things. So I'll just kind of focus in right now. I've been playing a good amount of uh, Tabletop Simulator. Love Pretty it. fun game. Uh, basically, get together with your friends. $20 game to play all the board games that people add to the Steam Workshop. So, like, yesterday we played some Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Pretty fun board game. Uh, mm-hmm. As well as some Uno. Just switching things up from uh, simple to complicated. Um, and then maybe doing a little bit of... Uh, Dark Souls, the board game. That I, I learned about that one. That one's pretty intriguing. And then, yeah, just a bunch of board games with friends. Not too bad, especially as a guy who's really into tabletop games. That's pretty freaking cool, man. What about you? What have you been playing? I have been playing Final Fantasy VII, the original. The 1997 version, of course. In fact, I have 100%ed the entirety of the game last night. And I am so happy to do it. And in about 56 hours, by the way, the fastest it has ever taken me to complete a JRPG. And I am so proud of myself. And I remember hearing a bit about your struggles during that. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of grinding involved when it comes to some certain things, but we're not going to get into that today. Today, we'll be focusing on Final Fantasy VII. That's what we're going to be talking about today. And only the Midgard portion of the game. Because... This episode releases the week after Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out, and that and the remake will only have the Midgar portion playable, to my knowledge. So to avoid spoilers, and we can't possibly cover the entirety of this game in about 20 minutes, we're going to break it down as the remake releases more and more episodes. We will release more and more episodes according. So Midgar. Midgar is what we're talking about today. That's a fun portion of the game. It's the only portion yeah. of the game I played, which I'll explain later. But fun portion of the game. Extremely. Dude, the way when you pop in that disc, when you when you first start, the, the first intro, the, the whole intro cutscene, you you're taking on this roller coaster, on this train ride, but um of emotions already with the music, with all this pretty PS1 CG graphics, you know, we get to see this uh, flower girl a lot of times. We get to see cuts of this train going by speeding. We get to see Midgar, you know, itself. We get to see the Shinra building, Mako reactors, all this stuff. It's like very intimidating. It is like an anime intro. And it, it kicks off almost seamlessly. When the train arrives to the station, you literally hop out, you're playing the game, you know? As soon as you hop out, you, of course, the player character, is Cloud. You also have Barrett, Wedge, 
Biggs, and my favorite out of those three, Jesse. Wiggs, uh, Wedge, Biggs, Jesse. My favorite is Jesse. Uh, especially in the remake, her redesign or her design looks beautiful now. Uh, and I love the the other two, of course. I love everybody. From what but I hear about the oh, from what I hear about the remake, they're also yeah. like adding more to those characters, making them more fleshed out, which is also cool. Yes, and I'm so excited. We get to see like little tidbits of of all these characters' personalities, and you really get to see it uh, later on in Midgar. I'm not gonna say what happens, but not yet. But regardless, you start out on a mission to blow up a Mako reactor. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is, a Mako reactor basically is like a nuclear power plant, and it uses Mako energy. In other words, ether. For those of you who know what ether is, or, you know, just like the force, the planet's blood, or whatever, you know? Earth energy. Yeah, magic stuff, whatever. Go through this, uh, this facility to blow it to sky high, or whatever the terminology is. Already, the game is hitting you hard with a hard mission, or, or with a big mission at that. It just kicks you off. There's no, like, in other traditional JRPGs, you like wake up at a, in a small town, uh, far away in the country, and then you meet somehow learn. Yeah, you meet your friends. You somehow learn that you're that something's going on. Your parents or your not your parents, but your, your parents are usually dead. Your caretakers like your parents may also be kicking you out to go catch Pokemon. Yeah, that too. You're just sent out to like a town somehow, and then you s- somehow snowball into this story event kill god you know you start off by rescuing a bunny and then at the end you're you know, already killing god anyways final fantasy 7 is different in this sense you're already doing something big and important for the plot of this game now of course you barrett i'm sorry cloud barrett and the other three of avalanche which is the this uh resistance group you know fighting against the Shinra, which is a big corporate company, evil-type stereotypes, you know? Yeah. You you go through this facility, blow this thing up, first boss fight is against a freaking mech, you know? A, a scorpion, if, if I remember the name correctly. That boss fight is pretty freaking hard for, for a first boss. Now, talking about fights, the battle system is way different than most rpgs or jrpgs usually they're turn-based you know like pokemon whoever has the the highest speed stat goes first it takes turns you get to take your time right now with final fantasy 7 there's this like uh atv meter or whatever um where you have to wait for your turn while everything is just going at its own pace everything's like real time in a way your enemy can attack you like two times while your meter is going up and then you get to attack, you know? And you got to be very fast-paced or you got to like be quick on your feet or quick on your thumbs to to do what you're trying to do, you know? Very different, very interesting. And and the graphics, it's a PS1 game. They're remaking it, you know? You got to take it with a grain of salt, you know? Yeah. But regardless, I it mean, looks... Uh, with the yeah. whole graphics thing, though, that's ultimately where the 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 main reason i stopped kind of it's not like the main main reason it's so i'm okay with older games i've 
played a few, so long as the gameplay's fun, I'm liking. There, okay. but with this game, it was just. It's not necessarily just the graphics, but it hasn't aged well for me. Mm. Um, playing games now where like uh, like combat is like turn-based strategic sort of thing, and then like. In this one, I found myself, and maybe I'm doing it wrong, but in this one, I found myself just rushing to choose what I thought would be the best option, learning from my mistakes, etc. But it just felt kind of simple, which, which I mean, once again, old game makes sense, but I'll get to that. Um, the graphics to me just really disengaged me from the story. And it's like, while I understand how great this game was for its time, me now. I just couldn't get back into it, which is why I'm even more excited for Final Fantasy VII Remake, because I can actually play because the story I liked, other than the fact that I had to read it. But <laughs> the story is now there for me to see, interact with in modern graphics, and so I'm really excited for this remake. I think it's going to be really cool. Everybody is excited for this. Everybody who knows what it is is excited. I am excited. I, I was excited to to replay this for the third time, mind you on my switch you know it was on sale so i'm like should i do it yeah i'm gonna do it avalon who was here on our last episode she was like bet you won't and i'm like bet so that snowballed again so much fun playing it again you know third times playing it i am not tired of it but there there has been like major um time gaps between playthroughs first time i played it's like sophomore year of high school the, the second time probably junior senior year so like every two three years i would play this game again and it's not like because i want to just because it's not like i'm planning ahead like okay every two years i am going to do this i'm going to replay this game no i don't like replaying games that much when i'm when i complete it i complete it and you know that's usually it depending on the game of course this game this is my first time completing it amazing process but to not get too ahead of ourselves you know, Midgar in itself, just one city, one portion of this game, it takes up 25, maybe 40% of disc one entirely. So much to do. You get to blow up two Mako reactors throughout it. You get to have four to five party members already throughout Midgar. And those being Cloud, Barrett, Tifa, Aerith, and... Uh, Red 13. You get them pretty close to the end, though, but still. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I just want to say Red 13 is probably my favorite character, you know, out of the entire cast. I just love Red 13 so much. I love his design. I love love everything about him. You know, we we get to learn a little bit more later on after Midgar, but just when I first saw him, I'm like, whoa, this guy is freaking cool. Are we going to fight him? You know, he just yeah. he just starts out by murdering him, man. Um, well, if I remember correctly, it was we first see Red Thirteen in a cage or or in a container with Aerith and this scientist Hojo, who is trying to experiment with these two, are trying to make them mate somehow. Red Thirteen was pretending to attack Aerith to distract Hojo to lower his guard or whatever. Red 13 attacks Hojo, and he joins the party. After Barrett breaks the bus. Yeah, of course. Now, talking about the characters themselves, Cloud is not your stereotypical... Well, hold on. 
I'm going to correct myself. Cloud is not like a blank slate character by any means. He has a lot of emotions and you kind of get to see it a little bit, but it, he develops a lot more. He's not like very edgy or whatever. He, he's like calm, collected. Barrett, on the other hand, has a lot of energy. He is very passionate about saving the planet from Shinra and to protect his daughter, Marlene, you know? He has a gun for an arm. He's a big dude with a gun for an arm. How much more badass can you be, you know? Yeah, I, when I first saw the character, I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be like that, that frontline tanky guy. And then, yeah. no, he, well, he's got a gun. And I was like, oh, I thought the, the small guy has the, the big sword yeah. and, and the big guy has the arm gun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we got Tifa. I Everybody loves Tifa. And there's multiple reasons why uh aesthetics but as as an actual character she is cloud's childhood friend best friend who is badass she's very powerful uh she knows so many different styles of martial arts she, she was trained ever since she was a kid to to know this type of stuff and she runs her own bar in sector seven i believe yep uh tifa's heaven if if that's what it's called if i remember correctly Again, she's super badass. She's powerful, but she's also very sweet and caring, you know? Her last name is Lockhart. Uh, so, yeah. And we also got Red 13, which I just said he is like a dog feline kind of creature, you know? Who has his tails on is on fire, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to give too much away on him yet, but just take my word for it. Red 13, super freaking cool. Now we got Aerith. Now... I am saying Aerith. There are multiple pronunciations. Um, there's in, in the original pronunciation is Aerith with a TH in the East. And the West, for some reason, is Aeris with an IS. I, 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 figured, I figured it out, right? It's because it's the, the PAL version. I think the PAL version of the game. I don't know. But one of the versions of the game, it is spelled with an S at the end. So, yeah. yeah. I, don't know what for, I don't know what they went with for the remake, though. They, they chose one for the remake. It was Aerith. I remember seeing it in a Twitter post, I believe. But yeah, Aerith is like a love interest, I guess. She's very flirty with Cloud, likes to, to tease him a bit, you know. But Cloud is too dumb to understand like most guys are when girls are flirting. So, hey, oh well. Nah, dude. I, I know my hints. Okay. I'm I'm smooth. <laughs> uh, I know you are. I'm not... I'm just saying most guys like me, I don't, I'm just too dumb. You know, that's how I can relate to cloud. Don't say that but, about yourself. You're <laughs> smart. You, you, you'd know, you'd know you're smooth yourself. You'd know. Oh, well, regardless, <laughs> see already we're, we're running out of time and there's, ah, there's still so much to talk about Midgar. You're going basically throughout Midgar, you and your team, you, Aerith, I'm sorry, Cloud, Aerith, Barrett, and Tifa, you meet Red 13 later, are trying to take down these Mako reactors. You eventually uh, invade the Shinra company, you know, the headquarters, because they're plotting to destroy uh, Sector 7, even with the people in it, to get to Avalanche, to get to this group, this, this um, resistance group that you are a part of, that Cloud and these members are a part of. Barrett's motivation, have a better world for his daughter, Marlene. Cloud used to be an ex-soldier, which means he was ex-military um, special forces for the Shinra, you know? Tifa 
I'm not going to say much now because that's explained later. Aerith, she is what is known to be an ancient. Like, as you can tell or guess by the name, uh, her race, the Asians, are very important to the plot of the story. And they're also known as the Setra. That's why that's what they're really called. And the Shinra are after Aerith. They eventually take her, kidnap her. So Aerith, I'm sorry, so Cloud, Tifa, and Barrett infiltrate Shinra to rescue her, take her back, and they also find Red 13. Then we find out some some heavy plot devices, you know, like like Genova, a very important person. I, entity for, for the plot of the game a thing <laughs> yeah i don't want to say too much because we don't really uh have that explained but we see red 13 there because hojo was experimenting on red 13 with Genova's cells now if you don't know the terminology then i'm sorry i'm not gonna explain too much because shinra is is obsessed with finding this thing called the promised land like um elysium in xenoblade chronicles 2 you know this promised land, which only the ancients can lead them towards. So that's why they're after uh, Aerith. That's why Hojo's experimenting on Red 13, because there's some connection with, um, with Red 13's species and the ancients. And, you know, they're trying to get them together to mate, because this research is going to take years, you know, a lot longer than their own lifetime. So they got to preserve this stuff. The ancients. Why do the Shinra want to get to the promised land? Money, you know, like any other evil corporation. Now, this big plot with just so much stuff, and it's just it's so entertaining. I'm so excited for it. And this is only one portion, man. This is only like everything 10 gets, hours of the game. Everything the, gets the first laid 10 hours. Out. Everything just gets laid out in these 10 hours, and it just makes you like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah, and then you get for real. Thrown into, thrown into this open world, and you're like, oh boy. Now, some things I'm super excited for in the remake. Apparently, there's going to be a new character that is with a motorcycle. Now, for those Final Fantasy VII fans, we know there's an awesome motorcycle sequence while escaping the Shinra building. Gee, I wonder what this new character's role is going to be. You know? I think he's going to be a part of that motorcycle chase. And I, <laughs> no, he's it actually was, the, he's, one... a, he, he's the guy who Cloud stole the motorcycle from. That's what you read? No, no, I'm just I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just shows up later on. He's like, "Hey, you stole my bike." <laughs> yeah, right. That would be funny. That'd be like very anticlimactic. <laughs> the music, so far in all of Midgar, amazing. I can't express the the impact that music just gives off you know how how much it has impacted me just hearing these tunes play out during the battles the battle scene super fun super energetic the battles themselves like you were saying uh earlier it's not turn-based so you gotta like kind of scramble through the menus and like be prepared know exactly what you're gonna do it keeps you on your toes you know you can die in literally any battle even if it's just like a random grunt or something you know just already just just by how the battles are are <laughs> the battle mechanics are just how the battle mechanics are each decision you make is crucial and that kind of ties into the rest of the story you know 
Honestly, if we really wanted to, we can just do separate episodes of story, of music, of gameplay. But we're not going to do that because that's too much. <laughs> there's just, there's a lot to this game. There is. And I'm excited to talk about it more as, as uh, the other episodes of the remake, you know, gets released. I'm super excited. I don't know if you can tell, I'm very passionate about this game. And I'm totally getting this remake. Already there are new areas in Midgar in the remake that we haven't even seen in the original. Heck, I still haven't even talked about some areas in the original, like uh, Wall Market, Don Cornelio, or Don Cornelio, and his old plan on... He's a pimp, you know? He pimps out women, or or he's terrible. Cross-dressing you know? cloud. Cross-dressing cloud, which is hilarious in my opinion. The whole side quest was just funny, you know? There's just so much to unpack. And I love this game. I, yeah, man. <laughs> I I, I'm sure else. if you guys hit up our Instagram, uh, let let them know, let us know what you think. I'm sure Jared would hop on there super fast and have conversations with you. Madam Raz's homework. Madam Raz's homework for you guys at home, which you can answer on Instagram. All right. I want you to tell me, how do you pronounce Aerith's name? Is it Aerith or Aerith? That's what I want to know. Please let us know on our Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think about this episode somewhere on the internet. <sighs> and yeah, Patrick, anything else you got to say? Uh, play the remake. <laughs> yeah, man, play the remake. It's already out by this by the time this episode releases. The remake's already out. Play it. All right, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode here on Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. Make sure to tune in every Thursday on the Live 365 app Eagle Radio Station where we are live. Catch you on the next one.